Testing, testing. Yep, mine's going. You go. Mine going? Yep. How's that look? Turn yours up a bit. I'm worried about the bleed, but I bit think we'll be right. Bit of road bleed, mate. Bit of truck bleed, road bleed. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> Kiddo, mate, what's your name? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm Thomas Orr. Thomas Orr. And uh, what do you do, Tom? Uh, I'm, well, today I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of Crab Workcast. My name's Andrew Barnett. Uh, got another great episode for you this week. Uh, my guest this week is my buddy, Tom Orr. Um, Tommy is an absolute champion. I've known him uh, pretty much as long as I've been doing comedy. I think, and um, yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, we've run rooms together, we, uh, we've hung out plenty, we've uh, sat, sat and written together. So um, this was a real fun chat. Now, we recorded this one on the road uh, between Sydney and Canberra. We were driving down to Canberra for the uh, Canberra Comedy Club, and uh, Tommy was hosting, I was closing the show, and um, Tommy hadn't performed in Canberra before. So he didn't know what to expect. Uh, I don't know if he was nervous or he just, um, you know, he just wanted to do a good job, but he absolutely crushed it. So spoiler alert, you'll hear that in the second part of the episode. Um, yeah, so we recorded the first part on the way down to Canberra and then uh, the last 15 minutes or so is uh, on the drive back, us giving a little bit of a post-mortem of the show the night before. Um, but a very, very fun chat. Um, Tommy is an absolute cracking bloke. One of the things we discuss is his time as a... Well, well, let's call him a London party boy, um, which now I find very hard to picture. Tom is one of the most sensible, sober people in Sydney comedy. So um, it's fascinating to hear about his time when he was uh, a lunatic. Um, now, if you want to follow Tom, uh, follow him on all social media. He's Tom S. Orr, so T-O-M-S. O double R. Um, follow him on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and of course, uh, get over to his TikTok channel, which is blowing up. Um, I don't know what he's doing there, but his little dances are apparently going crazy. So uh, yeah, Tom S or on TikTok, get around him. Um, and now, if you want to see me live this week, I'll be down in Thrall on Friday night at Ryan's Hotel doing Ryan's Comedy. Uh, Saturday night, I'll be at the Panthers at Penrith um, as part of the Christmas Crackers Showcase there, hosting that. And then uh, the following Saturday, December 16, I'll be over at the Juniors at Kingsford uh, hosting the Christmas Crackers Showcase there. They're all going to be great shows. So uh, if you're around Sydney, around any of those places, do get along. Uh, come up, say hi, say you listen to the podcast or whatever um and uh yeah we'll have a chat other than that follow me on social media and um well let's crack on with uh this week's episode today you're more than a stand-up comedian mate you're a stand-up comedian on the road on the road hosting the canberra comedy club yeah tonight we are recording this this is a little bit of a um i don't know if i'm gonna just gonna release this as a bonus episode just audio only uh, rather than on the YouTubes um, because we're recording this as we're driving from uh, Sydney down to Canberra. We're on the Hume Highway, um, being very safe, uh, I should say. And, uh, mate, this is going to be a fun gig. Now, you grew up in Canberra. 
Is that right? I, I did, yeah. I lived there for about 10 years. I'm just <laughs> I'm just recording a bit of this on my phone. Just for the... <laughs> just for shits and giggles? Just shits and giggles and maybe one day a TikTok. Um, yeah, I grew up on camera. So I went to high school down here. I spent 10 years in this uh, beautiful town. You went to high and, school in Canberra? Yeah. Um, so from, well, end of, end of primary school till the end of high school. So uh, it was great. It's um, perfect for that age, you know. I mean, if you want to know what it's really like, I left the day I turned 18. That gives you an indication. But <laughs> yep. when you're, you know, early teenage years. From it's 8 to 18, pretty good. About that, yeah, it's great. Fresh air, a lot of, you can run around, you can ride your bike, you're not getting, you know, you're not going to get hit by a, a truck on the highway. It's, well, I feel like you've jinxed an eight-year-old Well, I just feel like we've passed a few trucks here and it's <laughs> the idea's in my head. So where were you before Canberra? Uh, in in the inner west of Sydney, like Croydon, Asheville, Burwood, that area. Right. And so mum, so was it mum or dad who yeah. instigated the move? Uh, both. Well, so dad got a job down there and, um, yeah, we moved down and, uh, yeah, but they're still there, so we're going to see them tonight. Uh, so they're coming to the show? No, no, God no. Really? Uh, <laughs> Why not? Oh, uh, they might. They're busy. They would have gone. But, they're busy. Uh, they got the shit on. Too busy to see their son perform uh, yeah. comedy. What I have got, they got on? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. It's very vague. It's some <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's like George Cassandra's parents. We've got a catered affair. <laughs> the, the subtext is we're not that proud of you. Um, look, Tom, you know we don't support your lifestyle. <laughs> Holy dooly. So they've literally got something. Well, to be, honest, to be fair, I didn't. I um, uh, only told them I was coming down last week. Uh, this is a late gig, this thing. So they've got a busy. They're, they're retired, but they've got a very busy, active social life. Well, yeah, the Canberra so, social scene. Yeah. The calendar's packed. What is that? There's the midwinter ball and there's, then what else? There's the, there's the, uh, the bridge. There's the solo. There's the whatever games old people play. Scrabble Club. I don't know. Oh, wow. Canasta. Canasta. My grandmother was a Canasta yeah. uh, player. I've never understood the game. All I knew, there was two, two packs of cards. Right. You've, you're across Never Canasta. played Canasta. Don't no, know what no. it is. There's always retirement for you. <laughs> um, so your parents, not not proud of you, obviously. <laughs> uh, so you left the day you turned 18. What you, like, so you went through high school. Did you go to uni? Uh, no, so not then anyway. So um, day, I turned 18, day I turned 18, I flew out to London, lived there for two and a half years. Oh, wow. And then came back to live in Sydney after that. So the gap... Two, two and a half years? Yeah. What were you, what were you up to in London? Uh, I was working at a hotel in the middle of London. It was um, it was a great deal because you smack bang in the middle at Russell Square, King's Cross. Um, they give you accommodation and three meals a day. So the pay oh, wasn't wow. great, but you just basically set up in the middle of London to live. And you don't have a lot of expenses. Not a lot of expenses. You live, yeah. And how long did you work at the Walkabout Hotel? Uh, It was the Royal National Hotel. I spent a lot of time at the Walkabout. Um, You are a regrettably human, aren't you? It was it was embarrassing. Once you get there (laughs) and you start hanging out with Australians, it's like I've got to get out of here and you know find some actual locals. So so, yeah, we ended up doing a lot of travelling around the south of England, around like. Brighton and Southampton and 
so that was cool. Did you broaden out and do much else of Europe? Yeah, went to um, Paris, Amsterdam, Denmark, uh, Belgium, a few days there. Mate, your travel stories are amazing, by the way. That's 20 years ago. I'm struggling to remember <laughs> what I did last week. Now, you're, you are, you're a sober man. I've never, I don't think yes. I've ever seen you drink. Were, were that, you... Was my, that was my drinking years. That was my hey- heyday. Yeah, really? That was the reason I stopped drinking was because those those years. Really? I was drinking every night. We used to take the tips from a hotel, go to the pub, and I, I, I remember multiple times having 10 pints um, in one sitting, like within a few hours, <laughs> down ten pints, um, and like I could, I couldn't drink one now. But when you're young and an alcoholic, it's just <laughs> normal. So was there was there an instigating incident that made you go, nah, this is enough, or you just got no? Over it's it? just a general overall. Like I was getting pretty unhealthy. You're not eating. There we used to have these. You're just eating pub food every day. And I remember there's there was this cans like um, I think they're called nutrients. It's like a um, nutrients. It's like a vitamin supplement drink, like a milkshake so but like with a vitamin supplement. So like a green type. Yeah, it's like I remember it was a blue can. It's called Nutrient. It was, it was advertised as get all your nutrients in one can. And I remember <laughs> a friend of mine. I specifically remember a friend of mine going, "Look at this, mate! You don't even have to eat anything. You just have one of these." And that was kind of our lifestyle. So you were just into the bro science well before bro yeah, science exactly. was a thing. <laughs> Early pioneer. Exactly. Man, if you had a po- podcast back have then, to, you don't even have to eat anything. <laughs> I love the priorities of like a of, a of a male in his like late teens, early twenties. You don't have to eat, mate. You yeah. can just drink. <laughs> oh wow! So you, because actually, that what occurred to me last night was we did a uh, we did a a gig last night where we, it was just basically a new material um, yep. thing we were running with a bunch of other comics and one of the comedians asked had anyone tried MDMA and you were one of the only people in the room who had and I it, I just I can't picture I can't picture drug <laughs> drunk Tommy what, what what was well for starters did you have hair back then oh plenty of hair too much hair too much hair <laughs> which is why you got rid of it of yeah. course what, what was drug drinking uh, a typical like? week was um, working at the hotel you'd uh, get drunk most nights at least yeah five six pints sometimes ten I remember one night we had ten pints and then went clubbing which was and I didn't sleep at all that night and then went to work the next day <laughs> wow um, it was so a 12, 12 hour shift fairly- so it was just yeah there was um a lot of drugs. The guy I worked with was a drug dealer, a Lithuanian bloke. From his name was Kestis. Great Careful, bloke, mate. This, this goes uh, global. <laughs> we might not. We might have to make some edits in this thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll beat that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tried everything. Uh, Holy so. shit! But it's kind of that's why I don't do anything now because I've got it all out of my system. And also in London, like there's clubs there, they're the best in the world. And so I remember coming back to Sydney and going clubbing a couple of times, but it was just, it was just shit. It was like, I remember thinking, well, how do you top the best clubs in London? You can't. So that was, that was one of the things I was like, oh, well, I've, I've done my dash, you know? Best clubs in London. To. Describe that to me. Cause I've never been a club guy. Um, partly because once I'm in a, like when I was young and single and out, like I, 
I can't dance. Right. I don't have any um, personal magnetism that could could draw <laughs> the female uh, of the species towards me. Right. So my only my only uh, uh, basically club in my in my golf bag of uh, how do I um, woo a woman was just to talk. Yeah. And so once you're in a club. Talking's not on. Like it's just, right. it's too loud. It's too. Well, yeah. This is mean. No one's talking at the clubs. You can't hear anything. You, you don't need to know how to dance. Everyone looks like a retard, just throwing <laughs> their arms up and down. Um, people are drooling. It's just, it's off the chain. It's crazy. I mean, a typical club. They have light shows and stuff. But then, they'll have uh, like uh, fireworks going off in the club. What? There was uh, balloons, like hundreds of balloons dropping down with confetti. It was like a Studio 54 type thing. Oh, wow. So the whole thing, they've been going for years. I knew every every sensory input thing to hit while you're high and dancing to make it one of those crazy experiences. So basically, it a, it's you've got to be on something. Yeah. So I if, mean, you can still enjoy it if you're sober, but... Um, could, you, could you enjoy it if you just were drunk? Yeah, yeah, you still enjoy it, yeah. yeah. But when you're high, it's just another level of, like, you walk out going, what was that? Like, where was I? Mate. It's like being in a fantasy world for 10 hours. The nostalgia just, you're talking about this with is uh, makes me think... Disturbing. You know, not quite done. <laughs> someone's, I was saying to my friends, if there was another... The wagon. If there was one more roll of the dice. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Man, I just... Yeah, I... Because, I, yeah, you are probably... Not only so, but you're one of the more sensible um, comedians on the scene. <laughs> like in terms of the stuff you would like, you you know get involved with. It's 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 fascinating to think of a different world. Well, that's that's how I came to it, though. I've like tried everything, and you're the wizened dog, the, man. The, the what? Wizened. Don't know that reference. Means, wizened means you've uh, got wisdom. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, wow. it's, it it doesn't sound like. That's what, it. With, sounds like with, like with guys the word the "dogs" bed. in there, it <laughs> demeans the demeans the expression a bit. Yeah, but um, so you you how long how long ago did all that end? Uh oof, oh, eighteen this, years. I was going to say this isn't going to be in days, is it? <laughs> <laughs> One of those blokes. So uh, seventy days, seventy yeah, yeah. days. Yeah, I've been yeah. counting. Here's yeah. A, Oh wow! So yeah, eighteen, 18 years. years. Yeah. Okay, so you've been you've been um, you know bald for quite a while then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I still kept kept that for a few years after. So was that when you came home, or was that? Yeah. So I was wasn't eating very well when you're over there because the food, the food shit anyway, and you're drinking and um, eating pub food. Uh, so then when I came home, I realised how like I was a bit sick and. Um, started eating better and just sort of cut out the alcohol and started eating salads and yeah just general health kicks I was, I was just wiry and pale and you know hadn't been looking after myself so you look like um, you look, look like that guy from um, you know that meme that goes around with that guy talking he's at a club and the woman's interviewing him and then he kind of drifts off and starts doing that dance the meme's going around for 15 <laughs> I look like that guy <laughs> <laughs> this is what, so. Like, what's what's the fashion that you're wearing at this point? So this is what this would be because you and I are similar ages. So this would be yeah. This is 2000, 2000, 2001. Yeah. So the early aughts. 
Yeah. Um, um, it was. It was. Uh, I don't remember. I know friends used to wear coloured, like multicolored gear because when you're at the club, you kind of. Um, I don't think I got into that much. I was just wearing tracksuit pants and shirts. Like there was, uh, yeah. Fashion's never been my forte. <laughs> just a bit of a chav. <laughs> that's, uh, that's yeah, I, I, never, I never dress up with fancy shit. Did, so you a glow sticks guy? Is that? Oh the... yeah, running glow sticks. Yeah, they, you hand them out the door when you walk in. <laughs> and was was it a place to pick up? Like as a young bloke? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Oh, the man. With but it's stories. like it was not a like inside the club was great, but it was a dodgy area. It was in Brixton. I remember one night we went there. And me and my mate were lining up out the out the front, and he got jabbed in the leg with something. So some some guy causing trouble. He tried to rob someone. Then my mate sort of got involved. Can't remember exactly what happened. Then he got jabbed in the leg, which drew blood. So we got into the nightclub, Jesus. and there's a doctor in there. So he checked it and everything, and he was freaking out. So it was a fucking. There was some dark periods. It wasn't all. Yeah, and so he ended up having to get blood tests. He went home soon afterwards because he was freaked out. He was fucking jabbed with something needle type thing oh, man. on the you streets got, of Brixton. Get stabbed once outside a club, and all of a sudden, you, know, you yeah, get scared and go home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's um, and the, but that didn't disturb you. That was like, towards well, the end of the. That was towards the end of the end trip. of the run. Yeah, wow. So that's that's at the end of Act Two in the film. <laughs> <laughs> We'll call it an inciting incident. Yeah. So did they find out what it was in the end? No, it was um, it was just some weird homeless guys robbing people. It sounds like that, you know, the stick apocryphal, like a stick up. the apocryphal tale, like people you used to hear when you were a kid. You know, oh yeah, man, they come around like if you can't not careful, they just they'll just walk up to you and just inject you with heroin. Yeah. And yeah. if you're in the wrong area, and then you're addicted. It's like <laughs> I don't know if that happens, but um, but it almost did to your mate. That's fascinating. So, how long now? So, how you came back, then went to uni? Is this? Yeah. Okay. I uh, studied um, like music production. Really? For a few years, yeah. Wow, I feel bad because I've just been playing just Tom Petty um, the whole trip <laughs> so far. I um, I didn't realise that uh, I had a. Um, wait, so, what sort of music were you? Were you into the club music or were you? No, uh, not really. I. Um, I always loved music and I thought that was a way to get into that kind of area. Mm -hmm. um, so I studied production for a little bit for a couple of years. I didn't actually finish it because I ended up getting a job at a record label, Universal Music. Oh, really? Um, I worked in the mailroom. Well, that's where all the executives start. Yeah, well, that's, that was part of the pipe dream. You know, you start here, you work your way up. Wow. Um, so I ended up staying there for about six years. So what year is that? 2008, 2008. So you were there for six years. About which time email Seven, took over? Seven, eight. About when, sorry? About which time email would have taken over and the mailroom. Yeah. <laughs> guys, we actually don't need you guys. Uh, the IT department's booming, but the mailroom itself is. Uh, so, wow. So you well, it, was actually, it was actually cool because um, you start as an intern there. But the mailroom is the, the gossip hub of the entire organization. So there's five floors of like marketing, sales, promo, um, all that shit, finance and all everything. 
but everyone congregates. Everything every time something happens because people are coming like sending packages all day. Um, everyone congregates in the mailroom just for a chat or a bit of a break or a coffee or you know in the vending machine. So anytime something happens, someone gets sacked or walked out, everyone sort of pops down to the mailroom to get the gossip. No. So you kind of. <laughs> So there's always someone to talk to. You know? So you're the yeah you're the social hub of the organisation. Yeah, yeah, that's um. And so did you stay in the mailroom the whole time you worked? No, there, no I was you... there for about a couple of months and then started doing other jobs. So I was in yeah marketing promo for a little bit, but the main time I was there, I got a job in royalties. Oh, royalties! So because paying... you've been in the UK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like doing royalty statements for um, for like. Hilltop Hoods and Powderfinger and oh, wow. things like that, yeah. And uh, is that where you went, Jesus, there's a lot of money in this or there's not and as... Is there as much as people think? Because uh, people seem to think, like, you know, if you know a band's name, they should be pretty rich. Yeah, for the big bands, they were doing pretty well. Um, so Powderfinger, they were... But they, they get a huge advance, so the label will give them, like, you know, a million dollars up front and then they'd work it off. But most of the time, they wouldn't have paid it off. But they just, uh, just kind of, like... They just kept the money, um, and like Hilltop Hoods, they did well because they did all their own production. So oh wow, they uh, they made pretty decent coin. Then there's all those other little ones that, yeah, it was interesting seeing behind the scenes of it all. And um, from that, you went, you know what, music seems a bit dicey. I'm going to get into the, the <laughs> steady world of stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually did a gig. Um, when I first worked there in the mailroom at Mike and Hand oh, really? around 2008 um, and it went terribly as usual but I, I remember thinking well I've just got this job Stormy Comedy is going to take a lot of effort to get good at I just got this job at this music at this record label I'm just going to concentrate on that for a while but eventually I realised that the job was just all spreadsheets and horse shit <laughs> yeah it's funny and it doesn't matter what the organisation outputs at a certain point there's a lot of people who are just like doing accounts or doing yeah, yeah. doing admin yeah involved in the sexiest industry still needs admin well also they had terrible taste in music as well they'd, oh really they'd sign some band and they'd be like oh we've spent you know a few months on this video and they've got this new song they're having a meeting in the room the exclusive hearing this new single so we're all gathered around for you know cake and have, they'd, they'd show the the film clip and play the song and i'd be sitting there going this is one of the worst songs i've ever heard it was atrocious and then everyone would pop the champagne oh this is so great this is amazing it's like <laughs> do, you, do you want to name names anything you saw um uh who's that band from the central coast um starts with s they were like a, like a pop punk group. Uh, it'll come to me in a minute. Wow. That, yeah, anyway. I, yeah. Short stack. Short stack. Yeah, oh really? They were big back then. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah. Wow. Um, and there was a couple of others. Um, some Do, pop group called CBD or CD C, something like that. I think I've I saw posters for them around. Yeah. Yeah. Pop group like yeah like a like pop, a boy band. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Quasi boy band type yeah. thing. Wow. So you. you the heart wasn't in the music and then yeah well it's not my taste of music I mean I love uh, Tom Petty you know <laughs> yeah thank god you love Tom Petty what else what are, what are, what are we talking What's if, if you're going to DJ the rest of this trip what are we listening to uh, we've got some Bruce Springsteen coming oh, up oh nice we've yep. got some uh, we've got the Rolling Stones I like it yep yep um, some 90s hip hop yep we'll have uh, probably some Pink Floyd 
Bob Dylan. So you're basically you're um, you're a classic rock station. For classic the, rock for the road trip. Nineties, like nineties and sixties and seventies. Yeah, and a bit of I like everything really. Yeah, I, every decade's got their pros and cons. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's never going to be not a new crop of talented people coming through. I just find now it's and it's partly a symptom of my age. Um, but partly, I think, too, it's a symptom of the fact that it's media is much more diversified than it was. Yeah. That it's the trying to find the the good stuff amongst just the volume of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes is the difficult thing, but um, yeah, like I'm I'm hopeless now with new music. I never know what you know what is. But I've, partly because I don't have to. Like I've. I've got my Apple Music with the stuff I like. <laughs> and yeah. so it doesn't like, it's not like you listen to the radio the way you used to, you know, and you just hear a bunch of new stuff. You end up going back to your old favourites anyway because it's, it's, um, it's like, I don't know, there's something about music you can hear it so many times and still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Not like comedy in yeah. that sense. Comedy's very much what have you done for me lately? Yeah. Which. And that's always I love um, you know you hear about musicians like you know get tired of playing oh I've been playing the same songs for 20 years I'm like yeah but you didn't have to write 20 new hours yeah. in those 20 years <laughs> so like it's I don't know I suppose I I gotta be honest like I think part of what I enjoy about comedy is the fact that you you are forced to do new stuff because I don't know about you yeah. but I just get bored with my absolutely if you had to play the same song every night for 20 years you'd be yeah. sick of it I'm bored enough those jokes I've been doing for 6 months I'm sick of yeah, yeah. and they're not very long you know yeah. what I mean? imagine, means, yeah. imagine writing an epic like you know a 5 minute <laughs> epic that you just oh now I've got to do this for the next Fucking 20 years I've seen November Rain again oh, Jesus good song though yeah good song. see that's whereas a punter I'd be blowing up if I turned up and they didn't do oh, yeah. that would you would you though on the other hand okay so um, who who are your like your iconic comedians who are your guys uh, comedians yeah all the classics really Seinfeld Bill Burr Chris Rock Louis C.K. so what is, is there an album of any of them or a special um, that you the one that really uh got me into it like well because I grew up with Seinfeld and The Simpsons but I didn't know really that much about other stand-ups apart from Seinfeld because there yeah. wasn't that wasn't really exposed to that much um, it wasn't until the early 2000s when I saw that Chris Rock special that I really that I started to discover other that, types of comedy. which one was that bigger um, and blacker it was the one or, from like 2003 can't remember what it was oh, called I can't remember but yeah so but, but yeah and then some of his stuff but then like I didn't know Stanford could do that, you know? Yeah. And so then you just start to discover other people like Doug Stanhope and Bill Burr. And once you start to get exposed to different types of it, it's like, oh, right, there's a whole other thing. It's not just... I mean, I love Jerry Seinfeld, but it's um, there's so many different genres of stand-up. Yeah. Just that, you know? See, now, what I'm getting at, though, is so, you know, the Rolling Stones or, say, you know, you go see Guns N' Roses, you want to see November Rain. Yeah. Would you pay to go see... Chris Rock do that special like now yeah because um, I think I kind of would but I don't know if you well like, not necessarily the whole special but certain bits yeah yeah I'd, yeah. I'd love to see like a I'd guy love like to that. see him do 
classic bits. Yeah. Greatest hits, sort Greatest, of. A, yeah, even not maybe just towards the end. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, second encore. Yeah. Just oh man. <laughs> yeah, that that'd, that'd be, be cool. That'd be cool. I don't know because yeah, it's it's very much because Joe classic great bits. Um, like when they're really well crafted, you can see them multiple times because they're so layered and mm. iconic. Um, they all almost become like songs. Yeah, I think too. Sometimes, like I don't know about you, but I get it very much in my own head. Like I was thinking today, as we before we started heading down to Canberra, I was thinking about different um, what I was going to do on my set tonight. And then I'm like, okay, what well, did I do that last time? Did I do that last time I was in Canberra? Never mind. It's been three years or two <laughs> years, and I yeah, it would have been close to three years because it was pre-pandemic last time I came down here it was in a different venue yeah so there's not going to be that that same audience they're not going to remember and even if they were there they won't remember mine like we get all caught up in our heads we think we're more memorable than we are yeah but I don't even know too like when I was just starting out going to comedy sometimes if I went and saw someone who are like someone who's on who I really liked if I was there with someone who hadn't seen them I'd get excited for them to see the bit I loved yeah 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 so, and also, if you if you see someone do the same bit, even if if they just change one word or have one new line, it makes it new. It's like, yeah. oh, that's slightly. You kind of appreciate it. Oh, it's it's they're either working on it or it's. Like I, a, at this point, I might just be justifying why I'm so lazy with my writing, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it always fascinates me. I don't think people are people aren't paying as attention, and you realise that too when you get to the end of a night and someone will come up to you and talk to you oh I love just set and then they talk to you about one bit I love when you you know like that joke you did about this and you, yeah yeah they, that's your joke but then the next one they tell you oh and you bit about this and you're like oh that was a different comedian yeah. you're like oh you've just <laughs> melded us all together I've um even I do that with other comics and like comics, someone did that to me the other night it's like oh I love that um What's that? What was your set list? Would you talk about again? <laughs> Just remind me of the topics. And oh yeah. yeah, that's the one I liked. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I do well, that all the time. Like we did last night when we finished doing the new stuff. I said, oh, I like said to tell people, I love that that new stuff. Oh yeah, thanks. It's like okay, I remember loving the new bits, but I couldn't yeah. single out any. Like I said to Steph, I said I had a thought about one of those bits, but now there's been eight other people go between that. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what that thought was. So. I said, I'll, t- I'll tell you another time when I see you do that bit again. But, um, yeah, so we are heading to Canberra, your old stomping ground. Um, what, what, are we, what are we looking... What, are, what do we expect tonight? What are you thinking is going to happen tonight? Um, Have you done Canberra? Never done a gig in Canberra. Really? And you've I'm got friends coming. I've got a couple of friends coming down. Not Just at not least, family. At least two. <laughs> that fascinates uh. me. <laughs> um, the, the family have come out to other gigs just oh, for the okay. record so they have they've, they've plenty of others yeah 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 cool um, so have well, the I don't friends, know what to expect have the friends that are coming tonight seen you uh, not these two no I've had a bunch wow. of others come along um, I don't know I'm, I just don't want it to be seven people and just those two <laughs> I don't think it'll be seven people these Canberra do a pretty good job of um, you know packing it out yeah nice. stuff. so it'll be good it's and they do like i know it's it's a new venue but um having looked at the pictures online it looks amazing uh, yeah cool. at the transit bar so if you are listening to this in canberra um you're not going to see us tonight because this isn't coming out 
in anywhere in, near in time. But Comedy ACT have uh, always got good stuff on, so look at their website. Um, so yeah, what what are you planning on doing? You bit of crowd work. You're emceeing. You're hosting. Yes. Bit of crowd work up top. What are we What are we yeah, expecting I'll to see far, out of the old I'll probably kit got <laughs> First half, I'll probably uh, stack it with some decent bits just to get the just get the win bit above it. Just to you know assert, assert my authority on the crowd. Yeah, nice. Win them up early on. You make make sure they know you're the alpha dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, you want to come out swinging early. Yeah. Just to otherwise it peters off a little bit, um, and they lose trust in you, and you're running the show. So yeah, that I'll probably yeah, ask a couple of questions. I, I'm not a huge crowd work guy, but I'll probably ask a couple of couple little things and then uh, get the show rolling get the show rolling um, nice. <laughs> and what, what are you thinking so you, you'll do you'll do some time up top so yeah, people probably not do familiar, 10. you'll do 10-ish up top is yeah. that what was on the run sheet there was You'd, no time on the run sheet yeah it'll be 10-ish <laughs> uh, I'll give you a light if you're going too long <laughs> and then then what have we got we've got three support acts was it yeah three support acts three support uh, acts Canberra locals Yep. They're going to break, then me again, and then you. Yes. So what are we thinking for before I go on? Yeah, I'll probably do um, probably seven to ten minutes of brand new stuff. <laughs> oh, great. There's two ways this goes. Either <laughs> it's you try and bury me or you try and level the room so it's just impossible for me to yeah. dig the way out of your hole. Um, well, that's, it's going to be interesting. I'm just I'm just picturing you just giving me a bit of a follow that, mate, <laughs> as you walk off stage. It should be fun. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to um, stop this in a second and we're going to pick up the back end of this episode tomorrow on the drive home um, just to... We'll do a little bit of a recap of yeah, how it went, yeah. I think. Um, but, yes, looking forward to exploring uh, the Tom Orr uh, stomping ground, um, finding the various statues and stuff and landmarks. You'll actually... One of my mates who's coming tonight is one of the guys he used to go clubbing with. Oh, really? So you can have a chat to him. I'll introduce you to him. Is he now? Is he as uh, straighty one eighty as you are now, or is he still living uh, in the dream? He, he, no, he's he's married, a couple of kids, very straighty one eighty. Uh, he, he probably still drinks, drinks a bit. Is he the inspiration for that bit you do about that? Nah, don't think so. About kids being little versions of their parents? Oh, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely. <laughs> he's, that was another friend, but that same crew of friends. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Right, so, uh, <laughs> that's, well, I look forward to seeing him. Yeah. And so he's, um, has he still got all his hair? He does, yeah. He does. Okay, he's so it's not the drugs. We can, <laughs> we can establish that. <laughs> Just a testosterone thing. Um, I'm, only, I'm only doing this because you are what I call a militant bald man. Um, you're a bald, bald Mate, rights activist. Some call me the next Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, imagine that. <laughs> what a way to get big. Um, I'll put that in the tags anyway for the podcast. We'll see if we can pick up some extra listeners. All right, well, uh, that'll do us for now. We'll check in tomorrow on the drive home. All right, we're on. Beautiful. Okay, so uh, almost 24 hours later, uh, we are on the drive home now on the Hume Highway heading back to Sydney from uh, Canberra. Tommy, what would you say? Victorious? Are we going home victorious? Um, I'd say yes. Yes. He's confident. <laughs> He's a confident man. Would you... So you, that was your first well, gig in Canberra? Yeah. Well, as I said yesterday, I was expecting... Well, not expecting, but I was bracing myself for, you know, seven people. 
<laughs> uh, we ended up with about 60. Um, it was pretty full. Um, and they were a great crowd. It was, it was good from the get-go. Yeah, mate, seven people. You underestimate the apparatus that is the uh, Canberra comedy um, guys. The comedy ACT guys yeah. are uh, exceptional at getting stuff going. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, I didn't want to assume that, but yeah, once you once you do so many of these gigs, you're like, what's what's the worst case scenario? Let's just prepare for that. <laughs> so the seven people. Now you had your mates there. Yep, they uh, they turned up a few minutes late. Yep. Spotted them walking in, but they were there. As as mates do. Whenever why is that? Whenever you've got mates coming, they're the guys that turn up late. Yeah. I was about to, I started talking to them as well and said, Oh, I know that guy. That's fine, they have a seat. <laughs> yeah, so your plan was to do a bit of crowd work, uh, a bit of solid gear, hit hit them hard early. Did you stick to the plan? Um, basically, yeah. I had a couple of jokes sort of about going down to Canberra and, and the drive down. I talked to one guy in the front row a little bit. Um, yeah, but it mainly went to plan. He was interesting. He had he was one of these dudes, and I don't know what it is about these dudes. The guys that tuck their ears into their cap. Like, he was wearing a cap. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, he was wearing a cap, and he had his ears tucked in. And I'm like, I'm sure it's not he's just really sun smart because there wasn't yeah, a lot yeah. of sunshine <laughs> in the room at the time but it's like a look that makes me think oh he probably wakeboarded at some stage do you yeah, know what i mean yeah. it has that real not skateboarder but maybe some sort of motocross sort of sure. connotation i don't know well i'm not sure if it's him one of them had torn up jeans um and his feet were almost touching the stage like in a very relaxed way yeah. I just sort of made sure his feet were not anywhere near the fucking stage I just realised how old you and I sounded when I'm talking about a guy who tucked his ears into his cap and, you're, and he had torn up jeans yeah <laughs> you wouldn't believe these young people they, they weren't even that young to be honest but no it's I don't know I don't, have you ever noticed that the guys that tuck their ears into the cap no button? I didn't even notice it last night oh man you, you're gonna see it everywhere from now right. on and I think it is like a there's a there's a subset of maybe maybe there was a like you, he would have been in his early 30s the bike so I reckon there was some limp biscuit in his past oh yeah absolutely that style of of dude um, now your mates we I had a quick chat to your mates you introduced me to your mates these are your mates who knew you when you were uh, when you were the wild boy Tom Orr well yeah I mean wild is a is an overstatement but wild is not an overstatement from what they told me <laughs> Because they did, we we had a quick chat about how I find it hard to picture you as uh, as drunk drug Tom, and they they were they found it hard to picture otherwise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were telling me a story about at one um, joint you guys were at, um, you were on the floor in front of the speaker, lying on your back, just writhing around, that loving was, the bass. Would have been most Friday nights, I'd say. Oh my God. <laughs> This is just... Uh, he was... I mean, that, that that was what that guy was doing. He was... Uh, there's a little bit of projection, projection there. Um, yeah, but that, that, I mean, that was par for the course back then. I just don't picture it. Yeah, look, we all change, me. Andrew. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I reckon the people that saw UMC last night would be, uh, would be shocked to know you had that in your past. <laughs> Mind you... And that was the was that was that the guy the joke was about, 
Or was it his mate? Uh, no, guys? it's about another one. Um, another similar out of, of that friends, group? Similar, same group of friends, yeah. 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 Holy dolly. That was, uh, yeah, that was a fun gig. That was a very fun gig. And uh, this morning up and uh, I went for a run around Canberra. Um, you, uh, I believe, had breakfast. over here. Pardon? Elite athlete over here. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> not at all. And it wasn't around Canberra. I went for a run down the road and back. Um, I'm working up. I, I generously call it a run. I'm working up to a Cliffy Shuffle. Um, if you do you remember the Cliffy Shuffle? No. So Cliffy was this. He was an old, like it, he seemed when I was a kid about a thousand years old, but he was probably in his sixties. And he used to do that. They used to do this run from Sydney to Melbourne. Right. And Cliffy was the oldest contestant, and it was basically almost. It was basically one up from power walking. Yeah. Okay. How he did. They call yeah. it the Cliffy Shuffle, and he just keep just keep going he can keep going forever so yeah i my jogging style is much you know like that if, although a little less um you know like running right 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 so um yeah cracking morning in canberra it um, is a beautiful day um yeah we're con- with andrew's overtaking trucks every two minutes uh, <laughs> <enjoying> his- <laughs> you, you are you a nervous passenger uh I'm generally fine, yeah. Generally fine. Just on this trip, you're a bit it's nervous? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I prefer... Um, I'm probably more, more nervous driving. Than, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You're a nervous driver? Because you did take my car to go visit your... Well, driving on the highway, like ah. overtaking the trucks. I mean, well, driving around the city is my um, bread and butter. Yeah, old city boy. Yeah. That's... um. Yeah, because you, you, oh, you've lived in a car for quite a while now, I believe. <laughs> what is it you do? What is it your little side hustle job that you do that where you, um, as, as I often say, you live out of your car? Um, for the record, I live in a mansion in Glebe with, <laughs> with uh, water views. But um, I don't have a car at the moment, so I work uh, at a campervan hire company. So they lease out camper vans and old station wagons to um, tourists and okay. and grey nomads. And um, so, yeah, so I'm in customer service and whenever people break down, I'll, um, they'll call me. And you know how to fix cars? Or? <laughs> nope. I, <laughs> I call a real man and they go and fix it and tow them to a mechanic. So you're basically <laughs> a middleman for people who break down. Yeah. That's, and so yeah, you've water views. You say where you live, or depending yeah. where you park, or is that um? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm on the North Shore, sometimes I'm under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Depends where the council are patrolling yeah. to move people on. Depends where the parking inspectors are. <laughs> oh man, well that it's been a, a fun little trip, and we just uh, it's been great. Yeah, we stopped at the uh, the servo on the way back. Um, now, Canberra, you that's your first time going back. Yeah. To gig, will you be back? Yeah, absolutely. Um, had a great time, so love to go back. All right. Yeah. Now, where else can people find you around the place, Tommy? Where's we? Um, um, I am at. Uh, what have we got coming up? Well, yeah, this is funny because I've got, actually this is what something I want to mention from last night. So Tim, who is one of the producers of Canberra Comedy, uh, lovely gentleman, but. Uh, asked you several times what you wanted to be introduced as. Was it Tom, Tommy, Thomas? Because I keep calling you Tommy. 
um, your Tom on some stuff, and then yeah. they didn't know if you wanted. They often you're well, on. Well, here's here. I'll go through all three of them. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, I like because it sounds more grown up. And, and as, as, and a bald, there's a, there's also, as a bald forty-year-old man, you're worried you don't seem grown up enough. There's also a lot of toms. Yeah, like there's heaps of toms out there. Um, so Thomas is just—I don't know—it just made me something different. Um, Tom is fine. That's what I usually go as. But mm. as I said, there's a lot of toms, and because my last name is three letters, two yeah. three-letter short names. That's why I thought Thomas might be a bit better. Well, I've often, I've the often more called, syllables Thomas or three, yeah. Yeah, you just you wanted the third syllable yeah. in your name, Tom, didn't you? It's just a bit short. Tom. Yeah, Thomas. Uh, it, and Tommy mm. is fine, but it sounds like a fourteen-year-old boy or an ex-soccerer. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Orr. <laughs> actually, actually, like an ex-soccerer. Yeah. Well, the whole name, Tommy Orr. Yeah. He was a, he was a good player. Yeah. Um, well, hence why he played for his country. Um, but so yeah, you. But I don't. I don't mind any any of the three. But yeah, he asked me a few times, and um, well, he asked you a few times because you were being so <laughs> deferential. <laughs> well, you were just yeah. It was that you were trying to be easygoing, and yeah, he was yeah. trying to be accommodating. Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was a real nice guy standoff. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my first few jokes. So I don't really give yeah. a fuck what you call me. Yeah, <laughs> just it's like oh, it was like a, it was like you know in your um, like a rescue puppy that's never been treated nicely and didn't know how to <laughs> didn't doesn't know how to react. That was that was how you were. What what why do you care? You're not just I don't gonna. Have any, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the first time I've had someone care. What my god, yes. And and it made me realise I've never cared. I've brought you on stage a thousand times, and I've never <laughs> never once has it occurred to me that I should ask. I you. might I might send him a thank you card. So <laughs> thank you for caring. Yes. So, um, do you want to be Thomas now? When, from now, when I bring you on stage? Uh, no, Tom. Tom. I'd, I'd settle on Tom. You settle on Tom? Yeah. Well, do you know what? Tim's going to be upset. <laughs> you know what? That's what I realised. Yes. So he's he's Tim. So he probably yeah he's he probably, he probably empathises yeah because yeah, he's Timmy. His last name is a one-syllable last name as well. Right. So um, I think it's all right to say Tim Duck, isn't it? On the yeah. like, I'm I'm sure he's not anonymous. He's one of the producers of Camera Comedy, but um, yeah. So he's he's a two syllable yeah, full name yeah, guy. Yeah. So he might he might have been empathising with you there. Well, that's interest. That's an interesting act. Well, mate, you, we've got to send him our invoices. So um, <laughs> you know, let's. This could be something to follow up in the email. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Well, Tom or tell everyone, Tom, Tom, Thomas, Tommy, where they can find you online. Before uh, we finish I'm this. on, uh, well, here's, here's another uh, <laughs> Here we go. caveat. My um, username on most of my social media is T-O-M-S-O-R-R. Yeah, what's that Thomas about? Or, well, my middle initial is S for Simon. Plus, uh, it's also Tom S, so it sounds like it's... I mean, I didn't do that on purpose. It just comes across like that. But See, I always I read it, it as Tom Saw. Yeah. Like you're I'll in pain. It. Tom Saw. Oh, poor Tom. Yeah. So you're Tom S. Look, I might have to revamp my whole brand after this <laughs> <laughs> You, You were... I changed my name completely. Where, <laughs> okay. where he was trying to um, be nice to give you a, like, what do I introduce you as? You were... It, it did spark quite the identity crisis before the... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> you were falling apart. I don't know who I am anymore. Am I Tom? Am I Tommy? Am I Thomas? Am I hosting this gig? Yes. Uh, well, um, yeah, Tom S. Or on uh, socials, um, or if he changes it between now and then, check the, yeah, check the show notes. I'll <laughs> put a link in the show notes. I might change it to, to Bartholomew. <laughs> Bartholomew. Just the only Bartholomew. And Except for Bart Freeband. Yeah. Well, he's, he's Bart. Well, <laughs> he's gone with a not for arm. long. <laughs> not when he hears this. <laughs> he's changing his name. All the one-syllable blokes are going to change their names. Too short. Too percussive. Well, there's, there's a lot of Sams, but there's no Samuel. Samuel. You go by Andrew, don't you, mainly? Uh, yeah. Have you had... You've got Barney. I've got Barney. Barnett. Barnett, yeah. Mostly... It, Drew. Yeah, no, never my had, sister's never had Drew or Andy. My sister's pretty much the only one that calls me Drew. And I haven't had Andy since about year five. Right. That was what all the primary school kids called me. But then once I went to high school, everyone just called me Barney. Yeah, sure. It's like that bloke thing where you, you skip from primary school to high school and everyone starts using your last name instead of your first name. Yeah. Um, which I noted your mate called you Ori last yeah, night. Yeah, so that's what my mates call me since high school. Yeah. So they, they haven't bothered with Thomas. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, uh, look for Tom Old. Thank you very much for doing this, mate. Um, Thank you. This has been a fun little trip, and uh, we great. might go back to concentrating on driving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in. <laughs>